0: Hello and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the week perspective for Tuesday, January tenth, twenty twenty-three. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to, yes, the updated audio. Hopefully it sounds better. I was away, but I'm back now into my studio, which is commonly known as my office. So yes, hopefully the audio is a little bit better. Thanks very much for sticking with me. Uh, I also want to thank you for just an amazing response to the full moon edition that I did uh, in the last pod. So if you missed it, make sure you go back, got some great response about it. And it's an opportunity to look at an individual chart, which is always really interesting. Of course, we're going to be looking at the week perspective, some super interesting stuff happening, definitely for the next two weeks in January here, astrologically, it's, uh, it's getting quite interesting. So yes, let's get to those themes. all right let's start off as we usually do looking at the moon of course our quickest moving planet out there and the moon just newly arrived in Virgo and it's going to be there until Friday early on Friday so basically you know most of the week the moon will be in Virgo so this is a mutable earth sign so flexible in those emotional responses but also grounded and you know this may be the time that you want to I don't know garden uh, times when you want to do things that are physically uh, pleasing to yourself that gives you comfort. You know, the thing is with Virgo, they are service oriented. If you have sun and Virgo, you probably know this, that you like to be useful. And so you're, you may find some comfort in being of service this week that might give you some sort of comfort, kind of like a nice warm soup. There you're where you're trying to, you know, help someone else. I will I will also mention that sometimes, you know, moon and Virgo can be a bit judgy, right? So you may be a little bit judgy of yourself or maybe of others. And so it's just to kind of be aware of that. Okay, well, the headline really big story this week, of course, is that Mars finally stationing direct. Now I say finally, just maybe that's a bit more personal. I have Mars rising. Uh, Mars is my chart ruler. And so having it uh, be a retrograde has been, I will say a challenge. So it is finally going to station direct On Thursday, it's been standing on, you know, eight degrees Gemini for a while as it's slowed down and changes direction. Now, let's remind ourselves that planets that are retrograde do not actually move backwards, all right? So these are all, uh, the reason that planets go retrograde is because it's based on our observations from Earth, a geocentric point of view. And so it appears to be going backwards. And so as Mars starts to slow and turns around and starts to move uh, through the, the degrees of Gemini, it will be turning on Thursday. And so it's uh, actually been in Gemini for quite a while and will be there until March 20- 25th, So this is a long time for Mars to be, you know, in one sign. And that's, of course, as a result of it being retrograde. Now Mars doesn't go retrograde every year, just like Mercury does. And so it is kind of a, a rare occasion. So having Mars uh, pick up speed, we can possibly expect, you know, a few more actions, maybe active ideas, the mind maybe moving a bit more forward, uh, as you know, Gemini is all about exchange and, you know, flexibility. And so there may be some more extra energy there, some courage, perhaps to share ideas and to be thinking more about things as Mercury is very much uh, a mental or a cerebral type of sign. There may be more exchanges. Mercury was, you know, the archetype of Mercury was this you know, a person that went back and forth between the gods and us mortals, and was very much the carrier of messages. And so this idea that getting Mars, you know, giving it a bit more energy, more courage, perhaps a bit more sociability, as a Mer- as Mars rather moves through all these uh, degrees of Gemini. Now, who's really going to be affected by this? Well, possibly somebody like me that has Mars rising, uh, perhaps someone who has, um, you know, Aries and Scorpio that are ruled by Mars. And if you happen to have a lot of planets in gemini then mars is going to be hitting those and you know really giving it a lot more energy and so those are the people that may expect you know a little bit more activity by mars changing direction All right, well, let's have a look at the aspects and or aspect patterns that are really going to be highlighting and dominating the week. So first of all, starting today uh, or continuing today, we have this mini grand trine. It actually started over the weekend and it will be with us until Thursday. So that's a good chunk of time. And a mini grand trine is a skinnier triangle involving a trine. And the trine here is between Mars and Venus. And that is a, that's a beautiful, can be a very beautiful creative aspect. that trine remember, of course, is very supportive, and helps the planets kind of blend their energies together. So on the one hand, we have Mars, which is around courage and action and dynamism, and then Venus, which is love, and you know, how you relate to others and all of, you know, beauty, the aesthetic, it can also be our values. And so this can really represent, you know, some supportive, loving actions, as those two try to blend together. And then the apex planet of the this mini grand trine is Chiron. And so it's a sextile aspect between Mars and Chiron and Venus and Chiron. And this sextile aspect is kind of a blend of hard and easy aspects. So it's quite productive. And of course, Chiron is the wounded healer. And so kind of as we blend all of these ideas together for this aspect pattern, really can look towards, you know, some supportive, loving actions to get productive results from looking at our wounds our past wounds and or any healing so you know if you're a a person who has a lot of if you have some mental health professionals that are helping you this may be a real opportunity for you to move forward in some healing of some wounds that you may be having in a very loving way in a very supportive way also this week so starting wednesday we have two earth grand trines. Now it's just for Wednesday, because both of them involve the moon. And as we know, when the moon moves on quickly, uh, it only lasts for a day. So these, you know, I let an earth grand trine is a big giant equilateral triangle in the middle of the daily transit. And I like to think of them as like a a three-legged stool, very solid, great foundation, giving a very supportive sense to the three planets that are involved. And the fact that it's an Earth grand trying could mean that, you know, things uh, may occur in a very concrete way, you know, that you actually move things forward in a very real way out in the real world, that Earth giving it that very grounded sense. And so the planets involved here in one of the grand trines, it's Uranus, the sun and the moon. And that could be really around, you know, a grounded platform to find innovative or unconventional ways to get your needs and wants met. And the innovation piece comes from Uranus, being the rebel on the astrological calendar, kind of unexpected or unconventional type of ideas or responses in terms of getting your needs and wants met. Now, the other Earth Grand Trine is also Uranus, but this time it's Mercury and the Moon that are forming this, you know, really strong three legged. Uh, stool and this can be more around communicating your needs communicating your emotions independently or suddenly or unconventionally that's all you know involved in uranus using that uniqueness to communicate your needs and emotions and then finally on thursday the one aspect i wanted to pick out was neptune will be exactly opposite the moon and this is of course part of the moon clicking around all of the positions you know quickly as it does. And so here, Neptune being near the end of the longitudinal positions for Pisces, going to be exactly opposite uh, the moon in Virgo. And this could represent, you know, trying to balance your responses, your emotional uh, reactions to some intuition, some imagination, some dreaminess. Maybe pay attention to your dreams on that day, you know, that night to see if there's any sort of triggering or any emotions that may be coming forward. Of course, this really taps into the sensitive part of ourselves, given that it's Neptune. Also, just be on the lookout for, you know, maybe cloudiness or lack of clarity in those emotional responses. That is the podcast for today. Lots of fun putting this together for you. But of course, you may have questions. Maybe something I talk about doesn't make sense. Or you have some specific question about your chart. Certainly reach out. I am a working astrologer and I love getting questions from my listeners. Always interested in what's on the minds. And another opportunity for course for me to step up onto my uh, astrological soapbox. So the best way to get a hold of me is through my email, which is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. All right, well, I'll be back on Friday with more all things astrology. Certainly reach out. uh, Love to hear your feedback. Until then, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.